Welcome everyone to another episode <laughs> of The Wood from the Trees. I could tell you a lot of stories right now, I'm not. But I'm just after figuring out, me and Louise go back like so far. I thought we were best buddies. But then she tells me she was never up in cameras. And she said that um, it's the ball's too small and the lads are cons. I never once said, I don't know what the lads say that they're cons. Let's be real. I'm only messing, I know. I thought <laughs> you'd go up, you're big into your GA. I thought you'd go up and see how... Real men sure, play, why would I need to go up to them when I do see them in a Moor Park? That's true. Do you know what I like? never thought, you see, I don't go to a Moor oh, Park enough. Best, best of the best in Moor Park. That's like. true, that's true. Know? What have you been at since I was talking to you last? <sighs> Fuck all and loads. <laughs> it, it's mad how it sneaks up on you, isn't it? Like, it's just been all good recently. Just with being back to work in the office, I'm back up in Dublin two days a week. And then, we're still working full time. And then trying to fit in the social media on top of everything else as well. And the bits here and there with... Um, going to matches and there was there four weekends in a row there I was in Crow Park I thought Jesus Christ this is what it must be like to be on a winning side because you love that though you love oh, going to I matches oh I love it absolutely love it yeah. it's an absolute dream to be able to go with a brand to matches like that because I'd be sitting at home watching on the TV or anyway. at the match anyway like so and just, you mind going up talking to people and everyone's in good no, form no sure I'm an absolute bowsy like that anyway it's like the first time it was obviously the first couple of times I went to the matches, I was kind of like just doing updates and they kind of asked for some feedback on what I thought could improve it. And I was like, to be honest, I think you need to be like talking to the fans because mm. like you could just go on the Twitter and get score updates and this and that for matches, which is just like any other brand or any other page. I was like, but if you're interacting with the fans, there's a bit of crack, like there's a bit of atmosphere. And as well as that, they gave me like vouchers to give away. So it just creating great like brand reputation as well because mm. they were absolutely delighted to be getting 25 year vouchers and i was delighted that they were talking to me and some really cute interviews with you're kids. a fan creating content for fans yeah yeah and keeping so, them up to date with it all and it's great like interacting with people like that like on the day of a match there's such hype before they go because i do them all before the match obviously i wouldn't i'd know better now to be going up to people after a match depending on the outcome but like everyone's so excited Would you be, to be tempted? There. Would you be tempted? I don't know. Oh, look at you now. <laughs> I don't know. Like I went up to the, the All-Ireland final there and I I went up as a neutral. I thought I had to be on the day. I had to be Were you neutral? I wasn't. My my grandparents from Tralee, so I would have been supporting Kerry on the day. But um, Sean, my brother, was wearing a Kerry jersey. Like, And as we were walking towards Crow Park, the Hogan stand bar was full of Galway fans singing, Oh, I wish I was on the <laughs> N7. And like, they were like roaring it. So then we came out after the match, and obviously, Galway were unlucky on the day. And um, we we're in, back in the Hogan stand, full of Galway fans. Sean in the middle of them with the Kerry jersey starts singing the N17. <laughs> <laughs> He was lucky they weren't too drunk. <laughs> All of his friends there were from Galway, so he wasn't too bad. No, he was drunk. I oh. left him in Dublin that night. Like, oh, <laughs> I collected him no the next shame. day. I collected him the next day at 12 o'clock after him going to Coppers. Was he in a stay? No, he doesn't get hangovers. You and him have some constitution for beer. I, with joy, watched your story at Christmas. Oh, yes, the yes, amount yes. of people that have said to me like this, I, I gained so many followers over Christmas because of Sean. To watch two people, a brother and a sister, progressively start the day so calmly. Everyone's so well dressed. Everything's prim and proper. Everyone's nice. And, and over the day, the cans pile on the floor <laughs> and they just get more and more intoxicated until the... It was just a mess. <laughs> it was an absolute mess. And then at the end of it, we were doing like shot roulette and 
really like you should be playing the roulette machine you put it in it goes in the number you drink the number but there was no structure to the game whatsoever it landed on red you picked a shot that was on the red one you downed it yeah and it was the same with the black there was no structure whatsoever. the only like, shame was everyone was expecting the next day to be videos of just someone with their head in the toilet <laughs> puking and sick no we were back at it again the next day i was like lads we just pulled off the biggest resurrection <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> back in jeremiah grants and then for our sins we picked up the owl covid's <laughs> Did you pick it up then? Yeah, that was the first time we got it. And then the second time I got it was Paddy's Day. What is the story with you getting COVID on main drinking holidays? Oh, I know. Look. Were you really I, sick? Oh, really bad. Like, really bad with them. I still never understand. I met you on both those days and never got COVID. I still have not got COVID. I've never got it. Have you not? Oh, I, and everyone in my house got it. Same. I thought I, I was in work yesterday and I watched your story and you had um like a little infecty bug thing like an emoji and i didn't hear the sound because i was in the office i was like this pastor has covid and then no. when you rang me today i was like does he not have covid no, <laughs> i had um a migraine okay they're not nice i, went, I get no, them and i hadn't got one in ages mm. and they make me puke okay so when i got it i was puking i went to bed and then i had to get back up and then i'd go to work again and then i got sick and then i was just a mess Tell me this, you're a man that drinks an awful lot of coffee <sighs> do you drink a lot of water yeah do you yeah I never see you drinking water. I stick a bit of lime in it as well. Do you? Yeah. I do. Drink a lot, I drink a lot of water. Yeah, I never see you that on your so would you not look, I'm about 5% body fat. What are you all <laughs> An absolute <laughs> athlete. <laughs> athlete. This man, I could kill a buffalo with just my arm. No, sorry, this arm. <laughs> sorry, I seen your arm after your dog. So, I mean, I don't would think you you're killing much. My own dog did that to me. <laughs> and I don't have a big dog. I think I broke my finger. Yeah, for uh, for anyone who's watch or listening to the podcast and not watching, it's, blue. it's um. There's a multi Joseph and the Technicolor coat is appearing on David's hand. It's quite bruised. Do you know what happened? It's definitely broken. I would love, yeah, I'd love to tell people because I done the story today when I was in the wood saying about you know my hand sore and everyone's saying oh it's your social hand. Yeah, it's, yeah my <laughs> I saw, hand. saw that story. It's, yeah, Vicky wasn't happy about that. <laughs> um, it's definitely broken. It's definitely broken. And did you hurt it in the wood? And I'd love to tell everyone that it was something cool like that. But what actually happened is I go up this morning to open the door, let the dogs out to do mm. their wee 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 wees. And <laughs> they took the leg out from under me and I fell down, grabbed the door handle, bent my, f- my finger back. So would you believe my own dog did that to me? I, I broke my middle toe chasing the dog around the kitchen table before. Belted it off the corner of the couch, broke it. Vicky broke her toe kicking her brother up, up his arse. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. That's a good story. I know. I know. I I I'd love to get a go at it. I feel jealous. But anyway, I always get ahead of myself. Yeah. So I'm going to go back again. Okay. Uh, For people that don't know you, you are Classy Cody from TikTok and Instagram fame. Are you Classy Cody on Instagram as well? Classy Cody on everything. Classy Cody, not on Facebook. That's a personal thing. <laughs> it's not not personal in that no we can't be friends on Facebook. I don't use it like <laughs> that's for all people now, isn't it? Oh, I added you on Facebook back that way back when you didn't accept me. I never look at it. And my I'll just go fuck myself, David. Thanks is so that much. On my page. Or uh, my personal no, I'm page. I'm following your, your main page, but I was thinking it's your personal page because I didn't know you had a main page. I never look. Yeah, no, Joe, it's grand. I understand. I just go, fuck myself. Look, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> we only met when we started doing the 
uh, off the leash podcast. Yeah, we I had seen you a couple of times on TikTok, and then you used to come in and harass me in your lives with just like a random comment, like that you it were was, taking a shit was, or something. I, I, I had this, um, I had this phase that I went through watching lives on TikTok. Yeah, during COVID, they were like the thing. Yeah, and I used to sit down in the evening and I'd look forward to turning on lives and doing my orders because there's some crazy ass people on it. Yeah, true. And I used to search until I found. These, you know, these religious nuts mm. talking about the Bible and that. <laughs> yeah. They were so serious about it. And then you see all the fucking Americans and all the, 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 the weirdest of the weird go on. Mm. And then I found someone I could relate to. Someone that doesn't pronounce their TH. <laughs> 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 and, and when you hear someone that has the same kind of voice as you, you go, who's that? <laughs> who's this person? And you were just sitting there watching Teddy talking shy. Yeah, I was watching. That's how I started. I was doing the um, NFL NFL Sundays I'd be watching the American football on a Mm. Sunday and just go live that was when I had like a thousand followers you needed a you need a thousand followers to go live so I just started going and I developed a little core group that used to come in with me every Sunday and we'd chat about the games and bet you missed that I do I do do. like I'd still sit down now on Sundays and be bet into the games but I just don't have time for lives anymore yeah but anyway you're from Port Leash I am for my sins yeah you um from a family of how many five Name them and their gender, please. <laughs> Mom, female, I think. Pronouns. <laughs> Dad, male. Yeah. Uh, older brother, Robert, uh, male. Uh, myself, female, but some people think I'm male. I don't know. It's a weird thing on TikTok. Um, and then my younger brother, Sean, and he's Who also male. Looks like a guy I would like to hang with. He's a cool guy. He seems like great crack. He's a loose cannon, a renegade. Even. What does he do for a living? He is studying to be a teacher. Oh my God, imagine having him as a teacher. Yeah. And that'd we, be brilliant. We were actually out there recently and um, I think it was after the leash match and we walked into the welcome in um, and loads of young lads were kind of coming to me and saying, oh, Cassie Cody, well, well. And I was kind of like, well, how are you? How are you? How are you? And Sean was like, that's it. I'm leaving. I, t- I taught him last year. <laughs> really? Oh, so he's he is teaching? Well, they have teaching practice. Like That must be... Fair, nerve wracking. What age are age kids is he teaching? First year, they probably did junior search cycle. That'd be tough, wouldn't it? I'd say the first time he went in there, he was kind of a bit apprehensive, but um, now he's got a firm control of the class. He's well able for it. Like, how was school for you? For me, um, school was grand. Um, I probably wasn't the best academically. Like, <laughs> um, primary school I, w- I was very well, as a baby I was an absolute mental case daredevil um, and then I went to school and I kind of was the same and then towards the latter of uh, national school I was bullied quite badly over puppy fat and this and that so I kind of developed a bit of a complex about how I looked and went into secondary school then like painfully shy like, because of that oh completely like retreating like a tur- I call myself a turtle even now when I'm dealing with things I like retreat into a shell and I come back out when I'm ready but I was like inside the shell going into sexual did um, you have a big jump so from primary school was it a small school to then a huge school yeah yeah well it, wa- it wasn't huge it was like a class but well we had a class of 32 in in, in primary school and probably went to something similar in second school just it was on a larger scale like there was like four classes per year like it's very intimidating for kids yeah when you think about it yeah because if me or you had to go into a room with 30 40 people you don't know yeah in a bigger area with maybe 500 
mm. you would be shitting yourself. Yeah. And you're doing that as a child. Yeah. Fucking, I don't know how kids do it. That's it not, is hard work. Nice. And like, I do even find myself now, like if I'm watching like um, TV shows or movies and I see like parents bringing their like kids to school and you know, like, they're kind of like getting upset because they're like, I can't protect them in there. Mm. And I like yeah. start crying. I'm like, oh, I know. if only you knew. <laughs> it is like, like it that. is. And I, yeah. I'm like, I even said to mom, like, she's an absolute worrier and she drives me insane at times. But I was like, do you ever stop worrying? She was like, no. I was like, fuck no, it. No, I bet you don't. And it's the realization that you love your kids mm. more than like I fucking adore my kids. Yeah. And the realization that your job is to make sure that they don't just do well without you. Yeah. But they thrive without you. Yeah. Yeah. So my job is to make sure you don't need me. That they can stand on their own two feet. It's a horrible like. feeling. Yeah. <laughs> it's a horrible feeling. Yeah. I dread the thoughts. I'm raring you to not want me. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm dreading the thoughts of the day that um because you lose things. As you get older, you, mm. you, you constantly lose things. The day that Clark doesn't give me big hugs, because he does yeah. still. Yeah. But I know the day is going to come fairly soon where he's just going to go, listen, buddy, I'm a fucking man now. It mightn't, because I still hug my daddy all the time. I'm very close. To I do too, but I think that, that it comes kiddie, back. yeah, I think they have a moment yeah. where they kind of pass off from it, yeah. I think. I didn't. How should Lily still Lily? You know, Lily. Like, <laughs> he's, still out, he's still outside. Yeah, there's still hope. There's still hope. I have Lily. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's you, very. We used to get the bus for school. My mom, like my my brother, turned around to my mom one day and was just like, "No, we don't hug anymore," and just left. And I just watched her ball. She just started crying. I've literally <laughs> only ever had one argument with my dad. Really? And I remember so well. I was really sick in secondary school, and he had to come in and collect me, and he was working, and I was in the. Um, office waiting to be collected and he walked in and my jaw dropped he was head to toe in motorcycle leather <laughs> and I was like what the fuck are you doing in here and those because all the teachers were like looking him up and down and been like <laughs> fierce excited did by you him. say it really loud <laughs> oh I waited till I got outside and I was like don't you ever collect me from school in those letters again I was disgusting he was like but sure I was working what do you expect like I'm collecting you you're sick yeah. it's the only time I've ever absolutely lost head with my dad and did he lose it back no did he stay he, real calm oh he's pure calm like unless actually no he's not Sean is the only one that just knows how to wind him up just gets right in under the skin like there I don't know if you saw my story there recently on Instagram he was up, Sean was upstairs and dad was doing something in the garden and dad was shouting up abuse messing to Sean yeah yeah Sean was like don't make me come down there and he's like come on <laughs> so Sean came down and got a glass of water and goes what did you say to me and he's got daddy was like do not do not throw that at me anything like like throwing something at dad or like smacking him or anything like that would just trigger him like yeah. Sean knows this and Sean goes you need to cool off and threw <laughs> the water right in his face dad had a f- Fucking sledgehammer or something, and absolutely pummeled it at Sean. And Sean sprinting away. His um, your dad did not get enough credit for that sister sledge joke. Yeah, that was yeah. Brilliant. He um, he 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 states that he meant to miss. He aimed low. He knew he was going to miss, and that it was the rubber headed hammer. So he even if it had got him, it would have been the hard. But the video, like, oh my have you god, still got it? yeah. You may send that to me. Yeah, absolutely. I missed that. What's your earliest childhood memory? Um. His childhood memory probably I was in San Francisco at 22 months they brought me to San Francisco mad things I know I was 22 months yeah nearly two years nearly two years what now they brought you there for 22 months or you were 22 months old I was 22 months old and you can remember I can remember sitting on a bus 
being a little bitch and eating salt crackers. Salty, do you know like uh, Ritz crackers? Yeah, yeah. That's like the earliest memory I have. I was an absolute nightmare of a child. Like I used to, not much has changed. Um, but I used to look at ice cream and literally start screaming until I got the ice cream. Like full on just going, ah! Oh, so you are Jane. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think that's why I like Jane so much. I'm like, she seems nice. And you're like, she's a little bitch. And I'm like, she's so hard. She's me. She's such a hard work. She's such hard work. Oh, yeah. But they're, they're all the good ones are, David. Do you reckon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> What's your most memorable family holiday? Um, The year France won the World Cup in 1998. Was it 98? 98, wasn't it? Why is that so memorable? I just remember just being in France, in France and in the resort and the whole place erupting and we were having a crack and just it being... Good fun, like good, clean, sober fun for me and Sean for <laughs> once. <laughs> Did you go on a lot of family holidays? Yeah, yeah. We went every year. Where? Every year we went to the south of France. Nice. Yeah. It was unreal. Every year. We used to go with to like... the same what, place? Uh, I, I can't re- recall if it was the same place every time. I know in the la- in the latter couple of years it was... We had kind of found a niche and it was Le Bomb, which was near Saint-Tropez in south France. We used to go there quite regularly. We used to go with other families, like there'd be one or two other families that were like their their dad would work with dad so they'd all take their holidays Holidays together and go so did you have um did you have a good friend network when you were growing up in school and stuff from secondary school say um yeah i'm still best friends with some of the friends i was best friends with in school but like i said i was very quiet in secondary school and probably a lot of people would have thought i was maybe stuck up a little bit because I was so quiet. I actually had people come up to me after school and like, oh, I thought you were a bitch. Like, I thought you were so stuck up, but I was actually just so painfully shy. Were you good in school academically? Uh, no. Did you have to try hard? I was, I, I'm very good at um, projects and stuff like that, but recalling information, I can't do it all, which took me an awful lot, long time to realize that that's okay, that people have different learning styles. Like I can sit down and I can do a project and work on it and come out with an A. Whereas if I have to go and study something and recall information, I'm like... But back then, did you know that? No. Or did it take no, you a no, while? It took to... me a long time. I'm st- still figuring it out. <laughs> like. what, what were your favourite uh, subjects in school? Maths and French. Maths? Mm, love maths. God. Maths was number one, yeah. I fucking hate maths so much. <laughs> <laughs> what, I keep telling you, I'll help you with your maths. <laughs> I know. What's the most encouraging thing your parents ever told you? Um... Oh, Jesus. Or the most helpful thing. Or would they have, when you were growing up, did they put pressure on you to do well in school? Or were they very easy going like that? No, I mean, there probably was a little bit, there was a little bit of pressure, but probably for our own good, because I'd be a bit lax about things at times. It just kind of to create a bit, to, for they wanted the best for us, like, but there's no one thing that stands out because... I'm fairly blessed with my parents. They're so supportive. Everything good and bad I've been through, they've been beside me and supportive and never judged me for any any decision I've made or anything I've done. Like, it's just... Stand behind you. Oh, my God. Like, I, we constantly even say, like, there's probably on a weekly to bi-weekly basis that we're like, Jesus, we're fierce lucky. Like, even me and Sean will be like, we're so lucky. When you were in school, did you know or have an idea what you wanted to do when you grew up? <laughs> Like when when you were 
when you were in secondary school and you were in say fifth year or sixth year did yeah. you have an idea oh i want to do this when i get older i was dead set on becoming a vet um probably needed to realize fairly lively that i didn't really have the brains to do that but i took on all the science subjects um all three science subjects to go and study veterinary in ucd is where i wanted to go um but then i was like even if i had the brains the biggest thing for me that put me off that situation was having to put down animals not that i mightn't be able to achieve it points wise you you love animals yeah yeah they're they're just i absolutely i'm obsessed with them there's just a comfort with them i just are you a dog or a cat person i'm definitely a dog person but i love all animals like i spent an awful lot of time with horses growing up even i did a lot of horse riding and jesus i don't i don't know there's just you know there's no bullshit with animals unless you're unless the animal is a bull literally like there's no bullshit <laughs> <laughs> but there's no bullshit there's no expectation there's no judgment and they kind of take you for what you are and i find like if you're around animals it's like the other way some people say they prefer dogs to people yeah i think people can really really drain you whereas when you're around animals it's nearly like a recharge because there's no expectation of you like and H- it's just had you a favorite pet yes <laughs> Talk to me. My favorite pet was um, the dog that was previous to Taz currently. Um, That's the big, well, I terrifying feel, I, looking. That would be the German Shepherd. Yeah, yes. yeah. The bear of yeah. the house. Yeah. But he's a big baby. Um, Sammy was his name. We had him for 15 years. And he was a cross between a sheepdog and a Springer Spaniel. And he had had a couple of strokes. And he had. What does that re- look like? Oh, great. Like really jittery and kind of twitchy and. When he um, when he was older or in his, in his latter years, yeah, mm. and he was so vocal and like if I was ever crying, which what does that I'd, mean? He was very vocal and he the made a lot made a lot of noise and he'd make sounds like he, like as if he was having a conversation with oh. you, like and like if I was cr- if I would cry, which I quite cr- cry quite regularly, he would cry with me, like he was an absolute empath, like he was there and he went through everything with you. But I remember he had a it was on Christmas Eve. He had a stroke that just was the one that he oh, wasn't going to come back fuck. with. fuck. Not Christmas Eve. Yeah, and we had to bring him to NACE, which was the only vet that was open on Christmas Eve. It was like a 24-hour clinic or something. He had to be put down on Christmas Eve. It was the worst That is Christmas. terrible. Yeah. Oh, it was. How long ago was that? Well, Taz is four, and it took us, I think, two years to get around Mammy and Daddy to get another dog. So six years ago. That was probably hard on the family. Oh my god, we was like we were like literally losing a family member. Because you were all you all live together. Yeah. Yeah. You still live at home. No. Um. Does your brother? The younger brother is at home at the minute, but he's in college, so like he's not. Where's your older brother? He has a house in Portish. So you 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 all stayed around home. Yeah. Would you like to move away? Oh, get I get on that plane, gone to a different country. Someday. Would you like to live in a different country? Oh, I've always wanted to. Yeah, I've always had itchy feet. Um. Where to go or what to do? I don't know. What's oh. your favorite country you've been to? What country sings to you? <laughs> calls to you? Louise. <laughs> I love Croatia. Absolutely love Croatia. But I was that's not a- expecting that. <laughs> yeah, love Croatia. But you see, I haven't been, like I've been to a lot of like places in Europe. Um, and I've been to Dubai and Abu Dhabi. And I've been to, I suppose you could say I've been to, Mor- to Africa. I was in Morocco. Um, and I love the US. I'd love to live in the US for a while. Um, I lo- Miami was absolutely insane. Loved Miami. I'd live there like 100%. Well, I did that. Uh. <laughs> 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 
Anyway, I keep digressing. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you hate it? Oh, I just, I don't like all that, just the he and the... See, uh, yeah, no, I, f- I always feel like I was born in the wrong climate, like... Yeah, you see, I don't like the he. If I, I if I could, here. I would live in a country where there's about four foot of snow all the time. And for recreation, it's snowmobiles and skiing. And no, I can't ski. <laughs> but I can build a fuck out of a snowman. Build an igloo. I built the biggest snowman during the Beast from the East in our stay. Took me all day. Yeah. I got frostbite. <laughs> <laughs> I kept getting... You wouldn't be long about getting frostbite. <laughs> See him now. Yeah. He looks Talk sexy. about a glow up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, we all had them. So? Like, I had a glow up. Did you? Yeah, I had a... Ter- like, I kind of spoke about my terrible time in, in secondary school. I literally... I think I got my first shift when I was 12. And then between the ages of 12 and 16... Not a hope. Like I literally, like I, like I said, I spoke about having low self esteem, but I wouldn't even approach. Yeah, but you, you're a girl. You're not supposed. The guys no, no, are but supposed to even approach. if I liked someone, I wouldn't even say it. Like I might say it to the girls, "Oh, he's nice" or whatever, and I kind of would nearly just kind of say it. But I had like, um, a couple of friends are not friends anymore that would just go up to lads and be like, "Will you shift her? Bring him over in front of me," and he would look me up and down and say no. That's horrible, and that I happened. We all had that, though, that right? ha- but that happened a lot. Like but that wouldn't be nice for a girl. Yeah, as far as it's like I got so used to being turned down, which is natural. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was like literally every guy at a disco. Yeah, just, uh, and everybody at discos. That's yeah. the way that worked. But if it was happening down like town park or something, it's mm. a bit different. No, I think what was harder was for for me is that I didn't want to be in that situation. I was kind yeah. of forced you into were forced it, into and it. then so it was like forced rejection that I didn't want. Like, you yeah. Know? yeah, it's different. But different if, if it ask. was me. Yeah. Braving it and putting on a face and being like, hey, will you shift me? No. Okay, I'll just go fuck myself. But it was just like, it was others bringing them up to me. Like, it's a kind of funny story, but it was... It's not funny back then, though. No, it wasn't. Because like, you go home today and you think about it. the music and you went home. No, I d- it was more so I just fed into the, the low image I had of myself, like... Did you like music when you were younger? What oh, music were you into? Oh, I love music. Love music, love music. My parents are big into music, so... I would listen to everything that they listened to between Pink Floyd and Bruce Springsteen and Fleetwood Mac. And then... What was the first band that you went, this is me, this calls to me? The first band that calls to me. Whatever. What did you I'm like? Go- I was obsessed with like Tupac. And Tupac? Hip hop. Oh my God. Uh. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> um, Don't say it. <laughs> Don't say it. I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> you were going to say it. You motherfucker, you were going to say it. I wasn't going to say anything. I was going to say um, two of America's most wanted. Is oh, what I was okay, going to okay. say. God damn. <laughs> Hold me at a higher fucking when, degree, will you? When you're in school and you want to be a vet and then you realize, damn, I'm too stupid to be a vet. <laughs> what did you do then? Did oh, you... Yeah. You were filling out your CAOs or whatever the fuck they're called. Uh, yeah, I ended up going to UCD and doing science. Did you want to do science? No. Oh, I just, I honestly, I, I, I feel bad for, for kids that age that have to make decisions that, to, that like, of what they have to do for the rest of their life because I still don't know what I want to do. Like, you mm. know, and at that time, I kind of, I, I, I liked science. Um, I wasn't particularly good at all of it. I loved maths. Um, went to college doing science basically because all my friends were in college and I wasn't even in the same college as all my friends and I was going into a classroom full of six and seven hundred people not sitting beside the same people every day 
again didn't have great self-esteem <laughs> so i didn't even then yeah oh yeah 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 so i had very bad anxiety and i suffered that really badly and it was when i came to drop out of ucd that i, I kind of all came to a head why did you drop why when did you realize oh god this is just not happening for me i went through a breakup of a relationship and i kind of realized how, how unhappy he was in the same college and I was kind of sticking around because he was there and then it kind of all came to a head that I was like what am I doing I'm really not enjoying it here I'm not happy here I don't know what I'm going to do um and I started having an awful lot of panic attacks um and just went through a very how did they manifest just I suppose just through repressing everything I was feeling like I don't really I can't really answer that like 100% but just through everything I was going through um and just ended up coming to mom and dad and saying I'm not happy I need to I need to go talk to someone as well and I just I, I don't want to be in college at the minute I don't want to do what I want to do I want to take a year out I want to go so so what's right for me maybe work for a bit and make a decision when I'm in a better headspace so I went to like anxiety classes and worked what age were you um 19 19 yeah 19 yeah so I spent the guts of two years working on myself and getting myself right. Because like I said, I was I was a shell of a human being. I had no confidence. I was painfully shy. I couldn't even I couldn't even order food in a restaurant. Like I couldn't even ask for a shoe size in a shop. Like that's how bad it was. It's very hard to believe now, but like I did some amount of work on myself to get myself right. And I had done an elective in psychology in UCD. Because we they get, they make you do electives like just to do something different for extra credits, and I I really liked it. And I suppose through going to talk to someone, and going through everything I went through, I thought if I did psychology, I could be of help to someone else. So that's how I ended up down the route of going and studying psychology. That's cool. Yeah. And can you remember when you were going through all that? Mm. Is it one of those things that it doesn't matter how good of friends you have or how good your family are? you have to talk to someone outside your whole life or does it help did it help more talking to your family um I have to say like I said my family were so good like I came to them with my problems and they stood by me 100% um and they were so supportive and they were kind of they kind of kept me accountable going to the person that I was going to and making sure I was getting the help but it's it definitely there comes a point where you just need someone that's completely unbiased you know Mm. that that, like you'll have friends that'll be like oh are you still on about this like get over it like come on move on and like even like I can't say at any point I ever felt like my family were like that they were always great they're all like if I couldn't sleep they'd stay up and listen to me talk like mm. but when it came down to it like just talking to someone who doesn't know you who can just even listen to everything you say with no judgment and even repeat it back to you to hear what you've said can just bring about a whole different kind of realization because sometimes you'd be kind of walking on eggshells about what you'd say around your family because you'd kind of think Jesus if I tell them I'm thinking this they're gonna worry so much Mm. do you know yeah but if you go and you talk to someone um it's just there's no there's no boundaries like um and like it's honestly the best thing I ever did and I recommend it to everyone and the one thing I do say to people is kind of like the way I look at it is you can't be friends with everyone 
Do you know, like you can't be friends with everyone and you pick your friends and they kind of they filter out as you go along and the ones that suit suit. You're not going to like everyone. It's the same thing if you go and talk to someone like you could like you could go and talk to someone and get absolutely nothing out of it because you can't build that relationship with them because they don't fit. And that's the one thing I would say to people that if they are going doing something like that, that if it doesn't feel right, just go to someone else. Do you know, don't don't chalk it down as a, oh, what's this shit like? Like this is not going to do anything for me because it definitely is worth going and finding the right fit for you because there's loads of different therapies, this different personalities that are going to fit better with you. There's so many different therapies. Hmm. Like, did, were you lucky enough to find someone straight away? Yeah. Or did you go to a few? Well, I I kind of dealt with with one um, when I was doing the anxiety classes, but. Then when I went, I went twice and I went to a, so it was the like, kind of like a, a psychiatric, I would say a psychiatric nurse that was working in a facility doing the anxiety classes. I don't think she was even a psychologist. Um, but the second time I went, it was a psychologist and she was brilliant. Unreal. But like I refused like, like medication or anything like that. So really sorted myself out the root of the problem and grew to who i am now <laughs> but that's cool yeah and i think that's important for people to hear yeah because people say that i'm trying to push like i had a, a few people message me a few times saying i'm trying to push a narrative i'm mm. not going to college I mean, that's absolutely not what i'm doing no but what i'm doing is the only narrative you hear is college mm. and i think it's quite dangerous to shove children mm. on a track that they really don't know what they're doing they yeah. don't know who they are yeah and they just keep going because they don't want to let people down. Mm. And it's like when you hear people like you, because there's probably loads of girls and lads out there that are in the exact same position as mm. you. But instead of having the fortitude to say, right, this is all going to be shit. And I have to explain this to a lot of people yeah. and even make myself understand. Yeah. But they won't do it. It's It seems like too hard a job. Yeah. And I just think that it's important for people to hear that. Yeah, but even even like that, like I find like a lot of people wouldn't really like my very close circle would know that about me. But a lot of people wouldn't know that about me whatsoever. They would probably have an image of what I am. And like even like the periods of when I was quiet um, would be like, geez, she's so stuck up. Or even like the stuff I'm doing now. Oh, geez, she loves herself. And like there's so much work that went into getting me where I am now, even just personality wise, just being able to. Like, like anything, like if you're a journalist or if you are a musician or anything like that, you are putting out creative content. Mm. You're going to get positive and negative backlash. But you have the balls to put something out and do something different. Yeah. And people are so begrudging at that. Like People are begrudging. Oh, I actually, I was out recently and I, I was waiting until I was on the podcast to tell you this because it just sums up Irish people. Someone came up to me and said, Oh, you're you're the one that's on podcast with Dave Cody on Off Leash. Blah, blah, blah. Really like Dave Cody. A lot of lads don't like him anymore because he's gotten too famous. I was like, <laughs> I was like, excuse me, because he's gotten too famous. Ah, yeah, he's too famous now. It's like all right because it's not cool because he's actually successful now. It's not cool to like him. But that that's how it goes. That's shocking. Like. But you have but people drift in and out, and people mm. do that. And yeah, you, you can't. You can't control or mind the good opinion of other mm. people. All you can do as a person yeah. is focus on you and go forward. Mm. 
because I I'm barely able to survive for <laughs> so what I'm doing now without worrying about the opinion of a million other people. Yeah, but I have to say that, that that's the one advice that I that I took from from you. Um, you said to me, um, what was it you said? You said don't take in the good comments. No, don't take in anything. Don't don't take don't take in anything because it gives you a false sense of security that when you get the bad that it just completely knocks you yeah. and honestly it's the, it's a total different mindset that i've i've tackled my social media with now yeah it's, it's the only thing you can do yeah. the only people i worry about the opinion of is my family yeah the people closest yeah. to you the people who uh, their opinions matter like it's not mm. people that you've never met before that you're never going to meet before like yeah and all i can do is because i interact with a lot of people mm. and when you interact with a lot of people and people listen to me on the phone and the phone's a snapshot the phone's not me mm. you know it's a it's a it's a small little slice of me mm. because if you were to watch my videos from when i started fuck me i'd be i'd be gone <laughs> like <laughs> gone I was wa- somebody's gonna go back I and w- find them now i was watching yeah. some of your really old youtubes it <laughs> was funny. like i mean no it was i'd be fucking uh, they just wouldn't wouldn't yeah. fly at all I, I can be myself here but when i talk to people i try and i try and be honest yeah like I, I try my best to be honest with everyone yeah. and to be genuine because uh, it's shit show out there. You're nothing like what I expected you were going to be. We, at all. The first time you met me coming into the podcast room over there. Yeah. What, do you think I was going to be a dick? No, I, I didn't. T- I just, I didn't know you weren't what I expected. I didn't have an idea. I, I'm fairly good like that. I kind of just wait until I meet you. But I don't know. I just, I thought you were just going to be feral or what something what does that mean wild, wild. Oh. which are like yeah i did th- i are. thought you were a dick oh <laughs> really yeah really oh, that was fuck yeah, you yeah. ma I oh no that's interesting now really <laughs> yeah no seriously yeah what did i do i didn't do that in personally to me you were just a whirlwind in human form like yes and that the, was what i liked yeah. about you know <laughs> but, but no the thing was i remember sitting there going like just i don't think this man has spoke to me since he came into the room and oh then like, you kind of developed it in your head yeah and then it? i was like oh yeah i get it because i'm the one behind the laptop here nobody gives a fuck really or mm. whatever and i was my own complete yeah like, yeah my yeah. own head like look where we are now but fucking then after like one episode i was like this man is one of the most intelligent people that's, I've ever that's spoken what blindsided to. me was the level yeah. of intellect i thought you were a stupid bastard to be honest and you know here's a funny thing right my whole life i thought i was a stupid bastard <laughs> Well, I know, like this, which is insane because you're so. Because I was. <laughs> you did an awful lot of no, because like, no, because like I, myself. No, I, I, I was a tick. Yeah. I was. I had no self-esteem. Like, like the same as yourself. Funny. Yeah. I, I different. I, if, if you see a picture of me, call me Rahead. <laughs> <laughs> Rahead. Rahead. I don't think I was given a nickname. Not that I was aware of. Like I had. Uh, teeth like book teeth i could eat an apple out through a letterbox it was bad <laughs> you grew into them <laughs> and like i was just goofy looking i had and very I, bad teeth as well and i didn't hurl and i didn't play sport and if you're from cameras and you don't play sport and same thing I was did you get did you get a hard time for your brothers for not playing sport um they were disappointed because yeah. they were also sporty yeah but they didn't understand the reasons why yeah i used to say no i just don't like it but really i was just afraid of the lads yeah and i didn't want to go I just didn't want to go. I'm not going to leave school at three o'clock on a Friday and get pissed on by three lads at a fucking pump and go home smelling a fucking urine from three different humans and then get changed and head down to training with them. (laughs) Your brothers are fucking gas. I love when you put videos to them. It's so funny. 
Uh, Greg but, has absolutely no time for it. No, no. <laughs> well, I, I, I loved lads. Yeah. Sorry, and, did three lads actually piss on you? Yeah, I was, I like, I didn't know it at the time. It's when I look I back. I just completely looked over that yeah, one. Yeah. When, when I look back now, yeah, I was bullied. Like that, that's that. I didn't. I thought it was just God. That was a horrible day. <laughs> <laughs> Soft day, thank God. So, thank God, I'm home. Now, let's go watch Spider Man. Oh, champagne. Yeah, yeah. Was, they, they, they <laughs> literally held me down, gave me a couple of kicks, and pissed on me. Jesus. Yeah. Nasty. I yeah. feel like in that situation, I wouldn't be able to go. <laughs> I had to go. No, I didn't piss on myself. No, right? I know. I mean, if I was the person pissing on you, I'd be like, <sighs> shit, fuck, it's not coming. And do you know, when I see them guys now, they're actually fierce, nice lads. Mm. It's not just kids are cruel. Yeah. They f- they uh, are. And, and, and then and they grow, grow into up. teenagers and they're also cruel as teenagers, you know. <laughs> yeah, and hey. Sometimes they don't break them all. Like. Look at some of your DMs. They're cruel people everywhere. Oh, my God. Like, I actually, at one point there, I got one on. On the day of the All-Ireland, there was a guy in my message requests and he was having a full-blown conversation with himself. I hadn't seen it. <laughs> Full-on introduced himself, told me where he worked. He had his own business in Lucan, went on, was saying, "How enough about me, I'm here to get to know you. This and that, like really licking my hole. Then saw that I had, I was doing the work with Sports Direct for the Kerry match and turned on me because obviously I was there for Kerry. <laughs> and he's uh, clearly a Galway man. And tore me a new one. And then dragged Sean into it as well. I was like, and tell your, your what's, why do you say something like your cunt of a brother to get his own jerseys? Because obviously was looking very closely at the fact that I had been wearing the same jersey at the previous match, yeah. which is weird enough in itself. <laughs> um, But obviously watch, wasn't watching close enough to understand where the connection from Kerry came yeah. from. Um, But I showed Sean and Sean straight away goes, post it. <laughs> post it. Post the as in post screenshot and post it on your story. I was like, oh, I don't know. I'm not about that. He goes, no, look, just just to show people the stuff you get. But also, whatever about him, because new, he dragged me into it, post it. <laughs> so I posted it. And the amount of people that were like, oh, my God. But that's it. Like, as in, I do say it to some of my friends. Like, I do try and get back to everyone that messaged me. Um, but sometimes you just need to be in the right headspace to go into the message requests mm. because there are some nasty people out there and I thought women were bad because I'm kind of any of my experience of nasty people has been women but since social media men are so much worse in in physically or no and nobody had ever said anything to me physically like in in person never like it's just it just online and do you know what whatever about the tiktok you know, tiktok people can hide behind fake profiles but mm-hmm. these are legit people i know with that's, legit that's what's scary about that especially, especially your man like give me his basically his details his full name and he owns a roofing company i can find you fairly easily if you're on your own company like was it late at night no it was in the middle of the day it was after the match like yeah it's a, it is it is funny it is weird yeah like i done a few my my wife's Mother and father, like, or not her father, but her mother's from England and mm. Vicky's a Protestant, right? You probably don't know that. No, right? I, I'm well aware. <laughs> but, I'm not uh, sure if you mentioned it before, to be honest. The only people that have threatened death on me are men. Like, literally. Really? Oh, there's a couple of orange men not very happy with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a couple, like, I, I was warned not to go up to the north on my holidays. What? Yeah, yeah. When I went up to the north, you want to be careful there. I hope there's fire retardant uh, paint on them walls and all this sort of shit. Because you're married to a person? 
because of shit you say. I say stuff. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, but yeah. everything I say is joke. Yeah. Yeah. But like I said to you before, right? Never because people aren't like that in real life. No. People get excited and they get they they're angry and they want to lash out at someone and you you happen to be there mm-hmm. and they look at you. You're shy. They're. Their life is shit. Yeah. And they look at you and they think, oh, look at this one. I'm going to knock them down a peg. Yeah, but that's it. But like, that's what social media is. It's like, it's your, it's basically your, your highlight reel, your best bits, you know, mm. your best clips. Yeah. And people look at that and think, oh, you're so perfect. Let me fucking shit on that. And you're like, I'm obviously not going to post. I'm, I, I'm me crying, which is, like I said, very yeah. regularly. But the person saying that as well, they're not posting their shit moments on their yeah. social media either. Like, but that's why I think podcasts are important. Yeah. yeah. Because you can be you mm. and you can, you have long form conversation where you can just ha- like, it's just a conversation Yeah, and you can be uh, vulnerable and you can be yourself and you can talk about the things that seemingly we're not supposed to talk about. Yeah. I think that's, that's more real life. Yeah. But I, I, even though they're, they're talking about being vulnerable, I, I noticed as I was talking, like, I'm well able to talk about everything that my entire life, everything I've been through. I just noticed this little quiver in my voice. And I was like, my voice is making me sound like I might cry and I'm not going to cry. <laughs> not today. But I think it, it shows someone having more strength of character when yeah. they can actually be themselves. Mm. And when you, you, you put yourself out there. Yeah. And... When you put yourself out there in the manner you do, so mm. you put yourself out there in a way you're trying to sell you. Yeah. And but you're not selling a fake you. No, I'm selling literally me. So if there's anything it's it's an attack on me, like Yeah, so and that's hurtful mm. because you're not there selling your feet on OnlyFans or doing no. any weird shit like that. I could do with the money. <laughs> but that's the that's the thing. And it's it's very difficult for young men and young women now yeah. that are like if you watch your feed now. Yeah. It's kind of all getting the same. Yeah. Have you noticed that? Yeah. It's the fitness thing and it's this fake life that doesn't yeah. exist. See, it doesn't the fitness, exist. The fitness thing is me as well. Like I I'm in the gym like most days. I need that for my mental health. I need that. Like not even just to look well. I need that. But like so so much of that I can post because I'm not professional as well. But like No, but you could be. All you have to do is say I'm a professional. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the video. Uh, that's the problem I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do it for you. Yeah. Whereas some people say, oh, look, I've, um, I have 10,000 followers. Guess what? How about I get you fit? Yeah. I'll get your life in order. Yeah. There was a, there was a point there, like, cause I'm not like, I'm terrible with fashion and stuff like that. So I like, I. Well, you never look rotten. <laughs> oh, thanks. So what? That might be the nice thing you've ever said to me. Yeah. You never look rotten. <laughs> I'll take that. Um, I kind of I would see literally non-stop these hauls of people buying stuff and trying mm. them on and literally everything looking perfect and they're like Zara 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 and I was like fuck this so I bought a lot of stuff on Shein as we spoke about earlier the website in China for holidays bought loads of stuff and literally I'd say about three things out of about 50 things fit so I did a try on of it going terribly wrong like as in Try to be a bit more real about it. I was like, I see so many of these videos funny. and it's perfect. And I was like, do you know what? Nobody posts the videos of the stuff that doesn't fit. Joe, hmm. so, and the meltdowns you have when stuff doesn't fit. Like I live literally 24 seven in active wear. So I have a nervous breakdown every time I try on something and it doesn't fit because I'm wearing leggings all the time. They literally groove around my body. They're made to fit you perfectly. So when something doesn't fit, I have a meltdown. Do you find 
because you have social media, do you find there's an awful lot more pressure on you to when you go out to look a certain way? More so, I'm like, oh, I can't wear that again. Do you know that kind of way? Because I'm like, if there's a photo or something like that, you kind of be relying on going places for content and getting a photo. And if I'm wearing the same dress, then it's like, oh. So no, I, I'm not very good at posting content. Do like, you know what my niece told me last week? What? Blew my mind. It, I, I mean now, I my it actually exploded. There was mm. brain matter everywhere. So my niece, Cora, Cora, Shout out to Cora. Hi, Cora. She told me that once she buys a dress, only wears one sells it. She sells it? There's some website. You know, oh, Depop, Depop yeah. I just fucking it. I'm too lazy to do that. Like Buys it, sells it, new one. Can't wear it again. What? <laughs> no, like I'd be buying it, being like thinking, oh, where, when can I wear this again? Like The same like I have like, I have like these two dresses that I've like on rotation for weddings and I'm like I can't wear that pink dress again can, can I can I get a big hat no 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 difference I can't wear a hat I never wear a hat to win fascinating no no it's just too much too much effort <laughs> <laughs> there's too much but a hat not be easier because you're covering your hair no because ow <laughs> this is way bigger than the last one uh, I just hit my head <laughs> with my own hand <laughs> your own invalid hand yeah, yeah. ow actually it's really soft you only point out the hand and he starts whinging yeah. yeah it's like it's like when a child falls and cuts yeah. themselves and there's no crying and then you're like oh are you okay and they're like <laughs> that's david yeah, I right do, that is <laughs> um i think me and you have the same taste in movies yes what's your favorite movies What's my favourite movies? Yeah. Ending with Will Ferrell, to be honest. Me too. <laughs> favourite comedy shows? Um, Series. Comedy. I think we're different on this one. You're more American. I like The Office. The English one. Yeah. Yeah, that's my favourite. Um, oh, I fucking love it. I know every word. Jesus. See, I tried to watch the Amer- or I watched the American one first and then I realised they were nearly word for word the exact same yeah. so I couldn't get into the British one. See, I'm more of a, a funny movie watcher when it comes to series I need something that's going to grip me like I need like I love Breaking Bad and I love like The Wire and um, what else? There's so much now. Oh, there is so much like. Like a series used to come out and everyone used to watch it together. Mm. Like uh, you'd go to work the next day and you'd say oh did you see Breaking Bad last night? <laughs> Oh, I have a show for you to watch. Actually, you it? love. it's kind of a, it's kind of a bit sci-fi, but it's like hard to figure out. It's called Night Sky. I watched it. Did it was you? So beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I it? haven't finished it yet. I was it's like, so I was watching it the other I was like, this is a bit Dave Goody. That captivated me. Yeah. Yeah. Really oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. You snap. See. Snap. You see. Same person. We yeah. Learned yeah. To that's that's the one thing that surprised me. Like I was kind of bringing it back to what surprised me when I first met you is the more I was around you, I was like, we have the same sense of humor and personality and i'm like See, a, a lot, lot a lot an awful cunt a lot of people hate him and i'm like do they hate me too <laughs> <laughs> but no i'm not look maybe yeah an awful lot of people <laughs> but uh, i don't care yeah oh you know dead right I'm because just... i i'm i can only do what i can do yeah i think you're fucking hilarious and i keep it up keeps me laughing but that's the issue isn't it weird that somebody will hate you for one line that you say where the other 999 lines are absolutely grand you're saying or you're saying nice things just something that hits a nerve just like how dare you everyone has that I I, I remember I killed a fox do you remember I love foxes I'm not when I killed all my son's chickens (laughs) right I killed all my son's chickens twice and we had to get rid of this fox the place was riddled with him Mm. so I put the shout out 
any fox murderers out there. Fox <laughs> and they brought up the gun, shot the fox, and I put a video up of it. And this one sent me this big long message about I followed you a long time and I thought uh, you were someone with character and all this sort of bullshit and I can't believe you killed a four, poor little defensive fox. And I just put the emoji up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm unfollowing. <laughs> I want to say to someone. You can't, but you can't please anyone. I just, I don't understand the level of... um. Like, especially just what you said about one line that you might say. Mm. It's the level of attachment to what you've said. Like, I'll see what you say and I'll it'll just like, it'll go over my head. Like, as in, you'll, I'll hear it. I'm like, ha! Because it'll be my immediate reaction. But some people are so invested in what you it's, say. It's not invested in what you say. It's not that. They're not invested in what you say at all. They're only invested in what they think. Okay. So you have, you're listening to my conversation. There's no way on God's green earth you agree with everything I say, right? <laughs> There's no way on God's green earth everyone can agree with everything I say. That's not... Well, you're a man and you say some things at times. I'm like, I don't think I could say that. But. Yeah, but, but I just, no one agrees with what everyone says. Yeah, yeah. I, I listen to, I could talk to you for an hour and there's definitely, you could say two things I would 100% not agree in. Yeah. That's okay. But you tell me. Yeah, but that's okay. Counter argument. We're all not supposed attack. to agree with everything. Doesn't need to be. But attack, some people attack. feel they're so important that if you don't, if you if you don't have the same values as me, we cannot just not be friends. We are fucking enemies. But like it's like if if you have like like nobody, not everyone's going to get on. You have a different opinion. Challenge it. Come at your opinion, but also realize that. Just because that's your opinion doesn't mean that you're right or you're right. Like mm. it's there's you're entitled it's to different. Everyone opinions. has a different perspective, yeah. and that's how we used to sort out problems as a society. Mm. But now because of social media and it's so snappy mm. and it's so well, I disagree. <laughs> fucking cut! <laughs> I'll <laughs> burn you on your car stickers. But, but yeah, exactly. But you'll watch and you say nothing when everything's okay with you. Yeah, yeah. But it's just when you get triggered. Mm. So. When you're watching it on the way in, you have to be aware. It's there's just someone's triggered. Yeah. And I used to think a few years ago, ah, look, people aren't as bad as I think they are. But I'm starting to think people yeah. are. There is actually evil people out there. There is. There's there's, an, there's a nastiness to people that I don't like because I I'd be quite naive and I try to see the best in people and I'd always be like, ah, no, they're they're not they're not a cunt. I'll give them I'll give them another few chances and then I'm like, Jesus Christ. But yeah. I, we openly spoke about like some of the messages you got sent. I think it was at a time with Shane we were mm. talking about it. And that person is saying like one of the most vilest things that they can possibly say. But they're saying it to you because they thought what you said was bad. Yeah. Like that, it, it, it's such yeah. a weird thing. It's like how how do you justify getting upset over something you've said with aggression yeah. and violence and even worse saying but I get offended by stuff yeah I'll keep it to myself and I get a life (laughs) yeah well I get offended that's but that's how I was raised like if you have if you have nothing nice to say don't say anything at all like well it's just my opinion I get offended by those Chinese boy bands (laughs) K-pop I I'm highly offended by it why because I don't know what's happening (laughs) (laughs) if I don't understand it I'm offended it's a language barrier I I, I, I don't know I don't know what's going on (laughs) okay like what's happening here but it's like I don't understand Chinese writing, like exactly. Well, I, I I'm okay with that. Do you know I don't I don't mind it. It's like I like some um, what do they call it? Ram music. Ram music, like what is that? Why is that? Tr- traditional. Like, like, not a real. No, they're not a real. No, like they come out to black and tans and stuff yeah. like that. 
Try but, it. Well, like... Yeah, but there's songs no, about... Like, I like rap. trad music. <laughs> but do you know the... Uh, do you know when you walk in and you see someone that's totally normal and you know they know nothing about Irish history whatsoever? Okay, yes. And next thing, a certain song comes on and next thing they want to kill the English. <laughs> yeah, 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 yes. Do you know them guys? Yeah. Yes. And I'm there, what's happening here? What what changed in the last Yeah, like what, what what's ever happening here? I'm a little bit offended by your actions. Yeah. <laughs> them sort of things offend me. But I keep it to myself. <laughs> I don't go over to him and go, hey you I wanna know everything that you know about English and Irish history. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Let me know what <laughs> has caused saved. Yeah, let me know what's caused this reaction. How many English people have harmed you? <laughs> <laughs> Who hurt you? Yeah. <laughs> so them little things annoy me. But I, I get over them fairly yeah. quick. Louise. No. What? We digress. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by we, you mean you. Huh? One hour. One hour. Grant. Um, what do you do for a living? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is going really slow. I'm, I'm only here, look. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. What do I do for a living? Not an exciting, really. I work in tax, and that's really all that needs to be said about it, really. Like, do you know? So, whenever Mr. Roofer. No, I'm not fucking, revenue tax. You should have told everyone you were yeah, revenue. Yeah, yeah. I ain't saying nothing. But you know persons. I in don't revenue. know persons in revenue. How did you get into tax? I fell into it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it. Like I, I, I'm in the company five years now. I started in one team. I moved to another. I was like, oh, there's an opening in tax. Let's try that. Let's see what happens. What was and your first job? First ever job. Yeah, your first working ever. in Heaton's stacking shelves. Just say yeah, on tills and stuff. Just customer service. We well, delayed. Uh, I was very quiet and couldn't talk to people, so no one already. What did you buy with your first week's wages? Um, an iPod, 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 iPod. iPod. So yeah, that's what they're called. Yeah, the touchscreen touch ones. Yeah, she's so young. iPod Touch. I had the first. It got engraved one. as well. You definitely had an no iPod way. Zen or a Nano. And I, I felt so good because I was like, I bought for this myself, so I like cherished it. Like, do you still have it? Yeah, it's in the drawer at home. Like, what is your favorite job that you had? You can't say this one. TikTok. I honestly, I have to say it, it's a hobby, but the social media side of things now is definitely the most enjoyable for me. 100%. I found out something about you. Oh, God, Jesus And you never told me. You kept it to yourself. Oh, Jesus. I'm not fucking happy about it. Oh, no. Right, and I can't believe that I'm after watching so many of your TikToks and Instagram and you've never pulled out a goddamn guitar. Oh, yeah. What makes you say that? Because you have fucking picks. I have two picks in. The, I am very proficient at the guitar. No, I can't play the guitar at all. Um, that is two. So that is the band. Uh, my brother's best friends who lived in college. They started a band called Kingfisher. They have a if, good song. They I do. Fla- you sent Flowers, fire. It's unreal. Yeah. Um. So that is. I tagged the wrong band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I was there. I was like, you spelled it wrong. You're like, there's too many Kingfishers. Um. That is f- the blue one. Is Fitz's, which is the bass player, um, that's his pick from the first gig that I went to in pharmacy in Limerick, and the second one is Magoo's, which is the banjo player, and I still haven't got one from Eddie, who's the lead singer. So we're looking for the trifecta. They have why would the lead singer need a pick? Because he plays guitar as he sings. That's a good reason. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, without it, I mean, he could go raw hand on it, but you might. It he might should hurt. go raw hand. I think everyone should. He go could. Raw he hand. might do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i've been actually helping them kind of it's actually something i put into play because of you david you when i got my first ten thousand followers you reached out to me and said no cunt ever told me how to do things or when they all come knocking this and that and you kind of offered me some guidance and help and 
the lads aren't the best at social media, so I've been giving them a helping hand with their social media. They're releasing a new song on the 9th of September called Eyes Don't Lie. So there'll be a link to pre-save that. They actually have a competition at the I'll minute. I'll get a bit of timber and put them in the background as well, and I'll tag the right band. This <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Too many kingfishers. I know, I know, but they, they dropped the E now, so it's just an R at the end. Yeah, they should have done that. What's the maddest dream you ever had, Leigh? Um, the maddest dream. You, you're laughing, right? I have sat for the last while. See, this is, I have, say I've been thinking of having you on for a while. Yeah. So every time I, you come up to me, into my head, which is, don't, don't <laughs> think I'm thinking about you all the time Jesus now, right? Christ. I go, I don't know this, so I'll ask her. Okay. So what's the maddest dream you ever had? Uh, maddest dream ever? Yeah. Um, the maddest dream I ever had was that I was on a ship, kind of like a cruise <laughs> ship. Yeah. Like a ferry. And I was in one of the cabins and this, like, I think it was after I watched, like, Poseidon or something like that. And this massive, like, tidal wave came and, like, turned over the boat. And I was on, like, the underside cabin. So the water started coming in and I couldn't go. And that was... Sure that was not, are you sure that it's not a movie? <laughs> uh, no, P- Poseidon, it was. It was, like, a, a big wave that turned the boat upside down. But this was where I was trapped and drowned. You drowned in it? Yeah. Did you wake up after you died? No. In the middle of it? I can't remember. Drown would be the worst. And Isn't that a thing that you can't die in your own dreams? I've so had a couple of weird up. dreams. And then I had another dream before that um, there was a, like, do you know, like the styras in this, like, mm. for the series? There was one of those in my bedroom, but the, the, the door was just open. And this guy that looked like, um, do you know, Jason from Halloween? Mm. And that he just kind of kept popping up into the thing and his mouth just kept making the noise of a chainsaw. That's fucking horrific. <laughs> That's a horrible dream. I was a troubled child. <laughs> That's a horrible dream. Yeah. Do you take compliments easy? Uh, I'm better at them now. Uh, for a long time, I think like a typical Irish person. I was like, Fuck kinda, off. No, I was kind of like, oh, jeez. Uh, yeah. Says you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm after getting an awful lot better taking them, to be honest. Can you remember a certain incident that happened to you that made you feel weak? Weak? Yeah. Did anything ever happen to you that made you feel weak? Jesus. Probably <laughs> probably too many to mention, to be honest. Um, I just, my entire teenage years, I felt weak. Like There was no and strength there. Like Say now, in your weeks, when do you feel most vulnerable? When I'm hungover. Or on a Sunday. Fear. Sunday fear. Yeah, no, I don't. To be honest, I, the, the most vulnerable I feel is probably when I'm throwing myself into a situation that I'm not used to. It's it's kind of like a a, a default kind of defense mechanism that I have from when I used to be like really painfully shy. Though, or I'm kind of like, oh God, am I going to have social anxiety here now? Or am I going to have to just like, I just have to kind of convince myself to jump into it and just roll. Um, And that's probably the biggest thing for me. Like, What's your favorite sport? You did play rugby, didn't you? <laughs> that was my favorite. Yeah. Did you injure yourself playing rugby? Yeah, spinal injury. Bad. Yeah, I can't play that ever again. Like, was it sore? Yeah. What happened? Um, I got a. To be honest, it was probably like uh, multiple hits that I got while playing, but it was one particularly bad. Were you that rough? Oh, it's as it's as it's as rough as the men's game. Like, it's as hard hitting. My mom went to one game and she couldn't go to anymore. Like, it's as hard hitting. Like, and I was so tall, and I was I was like kind of a target as well because I would have been quite a good runner could you jump over everyone uh, you could boy <laughs> there's the only certain amount of space you have for jumping as well like you can't jump at people like do you know how did you get the love for NFL that was basically so 
through Sean loves um NFL, but I used to like I said I love rap music and hip hop. My uh. older brother. Yeah, uh, gangsta. Don't say it. <laughs> I said gangsta. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my older brother used to listen to an awful lot growing up, and I used to be watching the music videos, and they used to always be repping the Raiders merch. And I just grew an obsession from then for the Raiders. And then the the older I got, the more understanding I got for the game. And then Sean was supporting the Packers, so we'd watch it every Sunday. So it's just been a big thing for us in the house every year like that we watch it on Sundays and we have a projector we have the red zone up on the wall and then we have Jesus, games on the TV um, it's really good we actually were trying to get tickets to go to the game in the Packers game in London but I was off sick in work and I overslept and there was no control on the website so all the, the bots got them oh, so they're being sold for like five times the amount if you could change one thing about yourself what would it be? <laughs> I mean, there's absolutely zero structure here, no. David. Like. I don't, I don't, I don't do structure. I can tell. Um, if I could change one thing about myself, um, I'm too much of a mammy. Do you would, know, I'm would too. You, would you like to be a mammy? Oh, I'd absolutely love to be a mammy, but I'm too much of a mammy to to everyone. Like, do you know, I probably have a a streak in me that I care too much for people, and probably would get a little bit taken advantage of because of it. Like, you know, nobody, I probably, I wouldn't care about being recognized for it, but other people would say to me, like, they're taking advantage of you, you need to cough onto yourself. And then, oh, and then I would, that's kind of one thing, I just need to be better at kind of putting myself first. I don't, I would never do that, like. Do you believe in God? I don't believe in God, but I believe in Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and we all know which Jesus. The baby Jesus. Tiny infant baby Jesus. <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> um, no, I, I have to say, I'd like to believe in a higher power or higher being. I don't think I've done enough research or know enough about each religion to know which one fits me. But I know that... Um, Catholicism doesn't doesn't fit you no do you when you're sad mm. what makes you happy music sad music or happy music a bit of both so I like I listen to sad and then I'll bring myself out of it with music kind of similar to what I would do if I was hungover I listen to sad music when I wake up and I'd bring myself like phase it up like also ice cream when was the last time you cried um hour before the podcast <laughs> no actually i cried this morning yeah i wasn't yeah. far off what did you cry over um a story that i heard about a friend that it was just a little bit dodge and i would just start crying because like i'd be quite empath like empathic so i would feel it i would put myself in that situation so i kind of was just unnerved by it and I'd start crying if you had to pick the perfect job for yourself what would it be um, part-time social media, full-time my bastard. When you done, <laughs> I'm not buying that. When you done all that stuff in college, it's psychology and stuff. Yeah. Um, I think that I always get that vibe off you. Yeah. yeah. Like you're easy to talk to. Yeah. And you've been there. Yeah. Do you ever think of going back and doing it or? Um, yes and no. Like I, I do and I don't. I think it's just um. I there's so many areas that I don't know what area I'd want to go into so like originally I wanted to do 
I spent time wanting to do forensic psychology because I was obsessed, like probably a little bit overly obsessed with like serial killers and what makes <laughs> what their motives and what makes them tick and this and that. And I was kind of like, oh, I'd love to any serial killers gone to these Cody. <laughs> also, fun fact about serial killers: there's no, none of the top serial killers were Scorpio. Really? Because Scorpios don't get caught. Oh fuck! I'm Scorpio, <laughs> bitches. <laughs> I should have seen Mysterious that one hose. Um, yeah, no. So it was forensics, and then I went. I wanted to do sports psychology, but sure, I would have to leave the country to do uh, to work in that. And even at that, it's so hard. Like I know girls that I went to do in sports psychology down in Limerick, and they're working in lifestyle sports now. There's no jobs. You can't. How can't would you get in? Like. How would you do in a zombie apocalypse? Fairly good. I watched, watched, like, zombie level in Call of Duty is my all-time favourite. I'm ready to absolutely headshot the fuck out of every Do you like computer games? Oh, yes. Yes, love Call of Duty. Specifically the zombie levels. How many kids would you like? Three. Um, females? Males? I just have this feeling in my nuggets that they're going to be males. How do you know that? I don't. Just a f- go feeling. Yeah, we all have to go with our feelings. Yeah. What was your favourite fairy tale when you were younger? Fairy tale? Yeah. My life is a fairy tale. Um, define fairy tale. Like, give me an example of a fairy tale. Oh, for fuck's sake! No like way. Rapunzel. No oh, like Disney. Like no, no, no. They, they, they were actual original. They were fairy actually tales remember the, the fairy tales. Like he had the treated pigs. Do you remember them? Like Rapunzel. D- Disney made them into. Yeah. Disney, okay. Basically. Um, Bambi. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Bambi. <laughs> no. So Rumpelstiltskin. What? Offer Louise. Okay. Do you not know who Rumpelstiltskin can, is? Can you give me your favourite and then I'll go. <laughs> it's whatever you say, it's that one. <laughs> My Mine was uh, the three Billy Goats cuff. I don't know that one. You don't? No. It's very short, I'll tell you. <laughs> is that the one with the troll under the bridge? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you no, don't that, even that, tell you. That's not my favourite one. I don't know what my favourite one is though. I don't, I never, I don't think I spent an awful lot of time on fairy tales as a young one. We, we were always read fairy tales before we went to bed. And there was one used to scare me. And it was the, remember the mammy go fucked off to town. And she said, don't let me in. There's a wolf knocking around, right? So make sure that you see me pause and stuff. So there was a knock on the door. It was the wolf. And he goes, let me in. And they go, you're not my mammy. So fuck off with yourself. My mammy doesn't sound like that. So he went off and he had chalk. I don't know why chalk does this, but obviously chalk makes your voice lighter. So he came back and he goes, let me in. And they say, show me your paws. But they were big fucking black paws. Not racist. That was the colour of the wolf. like your hand right now. Yeah, yeah exactly. So the wolf fucked off and got flour mm. and put in his paws. <gasps> he went back, knocked on the door. Let me in. No, he said, let me in. Pop the paws. Why? They let me in. Yeah, ma. <laughs> yeah, all the fucking goats. Right? There was about seven of them, wasn't there? Yeah. Yeah. Em all, except for the little one that hid in the grandfather clock. Right, left then, him alive to tell people, and then the mammy came home devastated. All kids, eh, in the belly, gone. So then they went out for a walk. She just happened to go <laughs> for a walk with so, the little, I mean, that's what you with, do when you go through yeah, a traumatic with the little like. go, all crying over all the dead children. And they see the wolf relaxing, asleep at the side of the lake, big belly, and they're all devastated. And then they hear a. <laughs> For anyone that's listening, that's the yeah. belly of the, 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 the belly wolf, of the wolf rumbling. The kids inside. And here's where it gets a bit trippy for me. For right? I only realized this when I got older. The mother said, fuck back to the house. Mm. There was no bad words in it, right? 
<laughs> that's, that's your I'm adding that for drama. <laughs> the mother said, fuck back to the house, get a scissors and a needle and tread. And she was able to cut the wolf open without him knowing, lift out all the goats. We're listening to this before we went to bed, right? <laughs> lift out all the goats, covered in all the fucking stuff, blood, guts, whatever. No anesthesia. I don't know how this is ever happening. <laughs> then she filled his belly with stones and then sewed him back up. And they all hid behind the ditch and started laughing. Fucking your man woke up, pains in his stomach. So essentially, he just swallowed the goats whole. He didn't even chew yeah, them. Yeah. Never even chewed them. Jesus, what an animal. What a wolf. <laughs> and then he went to get a drink of water and fell in and died. Yeah. Oh, because of the stones, the way it the way it's stolen, dragged him to the bottom. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, right? <laughs> that is a fairy tale. I had a fairy, fairy, a fairy, fairly sheltered childhood, it seems. I can't believe you don't know that. Did yeah. you ever read the like the originals? Like most fairy tales were written by the Brothers Grimm. Yeah, and they, they were, were actually horror stories. They were really they were horror, real horror horrific. stories. No, like I had, I had a big book, a big book, Winnie the Pooh book. Yeah. And it was just harmless, like. Winnie the Pooh was fairly harmless. Yeah, that's. I just, don't I'd, trust Tigger. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, you said this before. Something about Tigger. He's triggered. Careful he's, now. <laughs> he's, you know, a little bit. I'd say he did a bit of fiddling in his day. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, good lord! No, like the only t- the only time we got like bedtime stories really was like Christmas Eve nightmare night nighttime before Christmas, kind of like everyone asleep in the house. And do you like Christmas? Yeah, I love Christmas. I love Christmas too. Now, look, we're we're running late. We're going to have to do another one. But if I don't ask a few of these questions, I'll be eh. So I'm going to ask a few questions that people sent in. Okay, you get those questions and I'm just going to plug Kingfisher again. You, you plug Kingfisher. They have a new song called Eyes on Light coming out on the 9th of September. So I you can pre-save lie. it on their page. That's not the song, by the way. It's actually sounds something similar to that. And they are supporting Hudson Taylor in uh, Cork on the 15th. Like and Dole, uh, they're supporting them on the 16th as well of September in Dolan's in Limerick. And then they have their own headliner gig the 24th of September in Pharmacia in Limerick. So get them. You ready? Quick fire. Never. <laughs> Quick fire. We'll just do a couple of them. Will Louise's brother be his record of 24 cans this Christmas? We're, we're looking at it. We're also looking at selling tickets for the day as well. Is Louise coming to see us in Cannonball? Am I invited? I don't know. I just have to get these questions right. Don't, be, don't interrogate me. Like, I'm only asking. I mean, I mean, I'd love to go to Cannonball, but it's not really expensive to go. Does so Louise no, like want to sponsor me? I think you mean uh, people show up in towns like when boys are pa- when the boys are passing through, like. And oh, like yes, yes. What Who's day? Whose farm are you on all the time? Can't answer that. It's a secret. <laughs> um, when are you starting an OnlyFans? Never, <laughs> never. Has off the leash podcast been cancelled? Uh, I don't think it was cancelled. <laughs> we all just stopped showing stop up. Due, due, <laughs> due to conflicting schedules, yeah. we had to put it on standby. Bob was out of the country like every second day. Yeah. You were doing new stuff. I was. Doing I was back working stuff. in Dublin. Yeah. Show up, just priorities life. Tell Louise she's one of the most genuine women on Instagram. Oh, stop! Really? Yeah. yeah. Is Louise actually seventeen foot tall? Yes, seventeen and a half foot tall. But um, Louise, thanks a million for coming on. Thanks for having me. It's been, I mean, it, it was emotional. We, we we finally got going. Matt had a fucking shit show over here with the stuff I thought this isn't meant to be, but here we are. We're going to get it done. I'm in the middle of building a new podcast room and it's going to be epic. 
Yeah. It's going to be epic. And then we'll have, Matt assures me, right? Matt assures me that it's going to be the best in the world. If this fails, I am fucked. It's going to be, it's going to be world class. Pressure makes diamonds. <laughs> because I pegged not only money at the last you one. You did what? And I pegged money at the Don't last one. Yeah. Why? Prince William. <laughs> Why? What did Prince William do? You pegged. We talked about it for fucking 20 minutes on you a pe- podcast. You pegged who? God. There we go. I thought we could get through one episode without fucking sexual innuendo. Oh, look, and there we go. You bring the fucking filth we, into it. And got, people we, think it's me. We had a good run. We had a good run. <laughs> I had to do something at the end to very little sign There you go. Yeah. Fair, the new studio is going to be fucking amazing. It's going to be amazing. Because I pegged a lot of money at the last one. And it did, <laughs> <laughs> I did it again. I fucked a lot of money at the last one. <laughs> oh, man. It's it, much of it. It, it failed with uh, people. So now I have to go out again. Now yeah. he's got me. Yeah. Yeah, well, if, you need, if you need hand venting, you know where I am. No bother Ta- with psychology stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> just for an hour chat. But no. thanks a million. No, I'm sorry. I, I sorry I didn't get to all the questions and stuff. But Grant, I'm just gonna also plug that if you start selling these glasses, I can get a quote over. Where'd you get them? Sheen. So when you were looking at Sheen, because I only found out about Sheen last week because my daughter is on it now. Yeah, which I'm very uncomfortable with. Can you buy weird stuff on that? You can buy everything. It has everything. Yeah, it's like, like you can buy like sunglasses, you can buy underwear, you can buy a dildo. You can Alan buy Clark loves it. Did he buy his dildo on that? <laughs> Did you see? Can it? I actually tell you a funny story about Alan Clark before I go? Yes. Mad story. Like. Tell me more. Right. Not 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 going to paint him in bad light or anything like that. Fuck. So <laughs> I went Don't and bother. I went promoting Westport with himself, Kieran and Ali. Mm. And as I was explaining to my parents where I was going, who I was going with, my dad started talking. He's like, "Oh, I knew a Clark fella from." Um, Mayo he ended up he, he was stationed with him up in Donegal somewhere he had married a, a girl from Derry and I was like I heard Derry and I was like sorry what he's like yeah no I was I was I was groomsman for a lad in, in Mayo like for, and he married a, a girl from Derry I was like what was his name and told me his name anyway, so I messaged Alan I was like by any chance is your dad called such and such and he goes yeah why get the fuck out of here it's like I think my dad was groomsman at your parents' wedding, he's like, "Fuck off!" Really? Swear to God, like, guarantee it. If he went full out pictures, he'd be able to put. So a have they met each other? Have they rekindled their relationship? No, not at all. Well, like, fuck him, downer. But but I've I haven't seen. I the only time I I've met Alan was when I was up in Mayo. I haven't seen him since either. Like, so how would he? I want a certain picture. Uh, I need. You know, I have these pictures that I want in my life to make okay. real. Yes, and I want. A picture of you giving Alan a piggyback. That's up. Ab- we can absolutely make that happen. Because it's just he's such a cute little man. Oh, I love Alan. I love Alan too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have to say he's great old crack. Yeah, he did try to kill me. Did he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah he did like, try to bring me surfing and doing all that stuff. And I'm afraid of water and I'm afraid of dolphins. But you're not afraid of it that much anymore now. No, it was. I didn't think it was going to be as hard surfing. Yeah. Like getting out there. When you were trying to switch places on the board, I honestly physically thought I was going to get sick laughing. Oh, so hard. <laughs> you were like, "You yeah, fucking come to do that." He was that. Uh, he was pretending that he <laughs> At was one so. Point, he just roared, "Yeah, fucking retard!" And I was like, "Oh Jesus Christ!" We got some views for that. Yeah, I'd say that yeah. on that bombshell. <laughs> It's been emotional. <laughs> Louise, thanks a million for coming. Thanks for having me. And make sure to follow her on all her social media platforms and all that sort of stuff, all that cool stuff. Get on. Good luck. Thanks. Bye. See you next week.